with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry. In the meantime, I want to tell you about Siltahar Mazda. They've got a lot of inventory for you. What does that mean? Prices are going to be a little bit lower. You got to love that right now. A couple of rides you definitely need to take for a test drive. The Mazda CX-5 or the Mazda CX-30. And let me tell you about that CX-30. It's a small crossover SUV, all-wheel drive, leather trim seats, great power, and with gas prices being just outrageous, 32 miles to the gallon on the highway. How many SUVs go 32 miles to the gallon on the highway? Take one for a test drive today. You're going to love working with Siltahar Mazda, of course, owned by Siltahar, a family business for over 60 years serving our community. Buying there, it is stress-free. It is hassle-free. That's the way it should be. Go to Broomfield today for a test drive or check them out at sthmazda.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in Ryan Blackburn. He's a guy who just joined the staff, and, man, he has been busy pumping out articles for MileHighSports.com. Of course, he covers the Nuggets. How are you, Ryan? Eric, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. It's, it's been a busy couple of days, that's for sure. How much sleep right. did you get? I got about four hours or so. That's uh, slacker. Kind of how it goes, right? Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. You know, when cracking the whip, there's nothing wrong with that. Now, the way I refer to the draft for anybody who covers the draft intently, <laughs> the draft is Christmas. So now that Christmas is over and you've opened your three presents, which are three draft picks, how do you feel about them? Yeah, I think if you're if you're comparing this to Christmas gifts, this is probably a book. Uh, this is probably a, a gift card to an, an iTunes gift card back in the day, maybe a maybe a nice train set or something like that. But but probably not the the new PlayStation. Probably not the the tickets to Hawaii or anything like that. Uh, Denver, I think they they had a couple things on the table that they were looking to do. And ultimately, some of those things fell through, and they decided to stick at the stick at twenty one, stick at thirty, and draft two players in the first round. And and if you're listening to Calvin Booth, they got the two players that they wanted. They they liked Christian Brown, uh, the Kansas wing, who's six foot seven and and very strong defensively. And they drafted Peyton Watson, who's a a young uh, freshman from UCLA, six foot eight, seven one wingspan. Uh, really strong defensive potential guy, uh, not a good offensive player right now, and, and I think was probably a reach uh, by most admission. But yeah. if you're looking for uh, a, a guy who can help now, you got Christian Brown. If you're looking for a guy that could potentially elevate the defense at a later date, Peyton Watson's your guy. I think Watson was a pair of socks. He might be. I think there's there's absolutely potential for that, and I, I had Peyton Watson ranked at 55 on my draft board. He wasn't a guy that I had on my radar, and 
perhaps I should have. He came into Denver for a workout. Uh, they liked what they heard from him, and they also liked what they saw from him earlier in the season when he was playing a little bit more for UCLA. Uh, he was buried on their depth chart behind a bunch of returning players, and they had the title aspirations after their deep run last year. And I'm, I'm not really surprised that they've gone this direction with a guy like him, but it does sort of feel like this was uh, not the best pick if you're trying to win a championship next year. Let's talk about Christian Brown. Has championship pedigree. He's, he's a relatively athletic guy. You talked about defense with him. The thing about draft picks, though, with Michael Malone is he really doesn't like to play him. He doesn't really <laughs> like to play rookies. So how are either of the – listen, we know the, the guy that we just talked about, the kid from UCLA, Peyton Watson, he's not going to see the floor probably at all this year. He's probably ticketed to the G League. But with Christian Braun – what do you look at his upside to be? I keep hearing, you know, he's not going to be a Tyler Harrow, but he could be. Um, who, who is that kid with the Lakers? Uh, not Russo. What was his name? Now with the Bulls, uh, Caruso. 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 So people are comparing him, talking about Brown to Caruso. And, and on a side note, I always find it interesting. You never compare a white player to a back black player and a black player to a white player, do you? Ever? Have you well, ever seen you're, that? You're, there, there are some cultural things there. Like, I think Nikola Jokic was compared to a whole bunch of white centers like Vlad right. Divac, and when, right. when he probably should have been compared to freaking Will Chamberlain. Um, well, well that, so that's a bit. Uh, Terry, you can speak on that. That's a bit of a stretch. Will Chamberlain? Oh, they're, they're different players completely. Very different players. No, I'm talking just, just offensively dominant, of course. I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing yep. here, but. Uh, yeah, what you're, what you're getting with Brown, I do actually think he's a player that Michael Malone will love to have around. He will want to play him. He'll want to give him opportunities because Brown's the kind of guy that he, he uh, Calvin Booth said last night that he just does stuff. He's a rebounder. He's a passer. He's a defender. He makes hustle plays. He'll hit the clutch shot when he's in the, the pressure cooker. He's a guy that is a classic Michael Malone pick. He's yep. going to be helpful. And I do think that this gives Denver a little bit of insurance just in case they can't get the right guy on the wing in free agency. Because if you do have Christian Brown, he's one of those guys you can throw out there as opposed to an Austin Rivers, as opposed to a Davon Reed, who could have been helpful in a playoff series against a team like Golden State. Denver didn't have enough of those guys, enough of those capable players. And I, I do think Brown is capable for sure. Kamigate is going to stay at least a year in Paris. How long do you think he... How long do you think it will take before he comes over and is potentially productive? It's a good question. I think he's ready to come over now. Uh, I do think that because he was already in Paris, because it does seem like he, he could use another year of seasoning, that Denver decided that they wanted to go that, that draft and stash route. But I, I like him. Ismael Kamigate, he is a name to remember. He's been compared to Clint Capella. As, as a type of player that wow. was drafted a little bit low back in 2014, but could potentially be a, a really solid rim runner, rim protector, and an athletic defender that, that every team is looking for at the backup five or even the starting five. I also would compare him to Robert Williams, somebody that we saw play in the finals this year. Robert Williams, very impactful piece. So he's a good lottery ticket to have. 
I, honestly, I ranked him way higher than Peyton Watson on my board. So if you wow. just flip flop those guys in the draft, then that's, <laughs> that's a reasonable draft. I want to get back to Braun, and we're talking with Ryan Blackburn. Of course, he covers the Nuggets for Mile High Sports. Is it fair to say that that Brown was maybe the third best player on Kansas? Maybe. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of people that really like McCormick and what he did. Right. Obviously, Ochayak Baji, right. uh, Big 12 Player of the Year. Like I think everybody nationally would say that uh, Ak- Akbaji was the best player on that team and then the most important player for the championship run. I've been doing some film, though, and, and, and what you see from Christian Brown is very pro-centric. He's a connector. He's a jack-of-all-trades type. He yep. doesn't have weaknesses. He's going to put in the effort plays, but when you throw him into any situation, I think he can be impactful in a lot of different ways. And whether it's as a shooter, as a passer, as a defender, he's going to find ways to contribute on the floor. And that's the kind of game that he showed at Kansas. It's the kind of game that he's going to need to show at the NBA level. And, and Terry, if you'll allow me to ask the next thing, it was kind of a two-part thing. This is why I brought up Brown being maybe the third, maybe the fourth best player on the team. Because when I look at this guy and the way he plays and he does everything well, he's not great in anything, but he he does a lot of things well. I think in order to win a title, I look at a Brown, just like I look at different players, don't get me wrong. I look at a Robert Ori. Robert Ori was not a star. But I look at a Robert Ori and say, he's the type of guy you want on your team to win a championship. He's, he's that type of guy. He's not a superstar. He's not going to be first in shots, second in shots, third in shots. We know who the shooters are going to be on this team when healthy. I think Brown knows he is going to be a role player. And I think he could be a very solid role player for this team. I know that a lot of people wanted a uh, Jovic, right? The, the kid out of you know, everybody ever, you know, you have Nikola Jovic and Nikola Jokic. I know everybody wanted Jovic and because of his shooting, I just don't see where a guy like Jovic truly fits in. I think Brown fits in better to what the Nuggets roster currently has. Oh, a hundred percent. There's, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, I, I heard a number a couple of days ago that there are 500 players, 510 players in the NBA, only a hundred of them average 10 shots per game or more. You're going to be in the NBA. You have to know how to do the role player things. You have to know how to be impactful without getting shots up in order to survive. And Brown is somebody who I think can do that. I think he's somebody who, like you said, he knows his role. He's going to come in, find ways to contribute immediately. And that's what you need from a seventh man, an eighth man, a ninth man, whatever his role ends up being kind of down the line here. It doesn't have to be as a starter. It would be great if he developed into a starter. But that's not necessary in order to win a title. If Brown comes in and is that contributor, who 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 does he affect? Whose time is he involved with? Yeah, I, we're we're still going to see some things shake out here. I do think that Denver's not done with their calls, and they're going to try to solidify their starting shooting guard position. I think that Barton is still probably on the block here. Uh, I think that if you're if you're looking at the backup wing position. Bones is going to be the star. He's going to be the backup point guard in all likelihood. Uh, perhaps Monte will be. And then you're looking at Austin Rivers. You're looking at Davon Reed. You're looking at Bryn Forbes. All three of those guys are free agents. I think that Denver's going to bring back Davon Reed. It wouldn't surprise me if they didn't bring back Austin Rivers, despite the fact that he was a good fit 
he might not be the right player for what Denver needs if they sign somebody else in free agency. Though I do think that Denver would want them back in theory. Uh, but Bryn Forbes, I would say, probably not going to be back. Davon Reed, probably going to be back, but those guys will probably be competing for minutes next year. One more thing before we cut you loose. Looking at this draft, have the Nuggets closed the gap on the Suns, the Warriors, and maybe the Memphis Grizzlies? Because of this draft, I know they're not done. I'm talking about we're sitting here right now. Have they closed the gap at all? No. I would say that the the hard lift, the heavy lifting is going to come in free agency. It's going to come on the trade market. It was one of the reasons why I was surprised that they drafted two players because they they don't have a lot of draft picks for Manny. They don't have a lot of trade capital to really throw around there and make themselves a better team in the now. I would be a little bit worried uh, because I, I do think that it's going to get harder for Denver to get better as the more time that goes along. But I do think that we, we have to give Calvin Booth the benefit of the doubt here. Perhaps he has a plan that's a little bit different from what I'm foreseeing. And I do think that if he gets a guy at the starting wing and maybe a backup guard, backup wing spot in free agency, then this roster could still look radically different. Ryan, thanks for your time. Get some sleep this weekend, my friend. Thanks for having me thanks, on, guys. Ryan. Appreciate it. Coming up after the break, many would argue the Stanley Cup is the greatest trophy in team sports. But when you look at all sports, okay, you got the Stanley Cup. Would you rather have a Stanley Cup? Would you rather have, I don't know, a master's jacket? Would you like a Heisman Trophy? Pro Football Hall of Fame jacket? Claire Jug? If you could pick one, what would you want the most? That's next. That's next.